Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 11, the one where we are going to revisit the past. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm here. How are you? I'm good. Living the dream. (laughs) The farming dream. Yes. So to kick this off, we're going to start with a listener review. And this comes from, I'm going to butcher this probably, Gist or Gist Farms? I would say Gist, but it might be Gist. Okay. Either way, that's one of those. And this was back in July and she titled it Best Podcast Ever. I love this podcast, listening to it while working fence in the tractor or just driving to my nine to five. Every time I listen to it, I'm uplifted and ready to start my day or it motivates me to get the job done. You ladies are doing this right and I can't wait for many more podcasts. Love y'all. Love it. Normal. Good's good. So thanks for doing those and please continue to, if you don't mind. Yeah, we really appreciate every, every review. We say it every single podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Let's go right into recapping the craziest two weeks of our life. (laughs) And yes, I'm with harvest (laughs) cracked a beer (laughs) on air. We're done with harvest. <laughs> We're done, done with harvest, harvest. Yes. And we literally just finished three hours before this. So Ooh. I didn't realize that I grabbed bush heavy. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, mama's going to be tipsy. <laughs> I got hair going on my chest. <laughs> okay. So recap. Yeah. We got done with harvest. It's funny. I just saw your post earlier today about having harvest of 44 days, right? Mm-hmm. So we were about 41 days-ish. Like if I say like the day we started to the day we finished, we may not have worked every single day because of weather or breakdown or such, um, but 41 days, that's what we had. But we still stressed for that many days about harvest. Right. Like until it's done, you don't like, you can't relax and just be done with it. Granted, we still have fall fertilizer and fall chemical to apply, which we're already ahead because we did do a little bit of tillage work while we were cutting beans on our corn acres. And so we're already ahead from last year because last year it just started raining and never stopped. Yep. That was Um, true for us too. But we are glad to be done with like the 2019 crop season. Like now all stuff is 2020, right? For sure. Yes. That's what Bart today, he pulled in the drive. I'm like, so what should we do? And he's like, I'm going to get my sprayer and hook up the strip tiller so we Ugh. can get some fall stuff done. I'm like, oh, lame. I just wanted to do something fun. <laughs> so yeah, but we're done. We got done. We're happy. Yeah. We'll be, we'll have fun when the ground freezes completely. And then there's not a whole lot you can do after that. Right. Yep. We, we what had else? a rough harvest, but I think I asked Bart today. I'm like, you know, it was pretty good other than a few breakdowns. He's like, the the main thing is that we got through it. We're done and we got through it. It's like, yeah, that's, that's all we can do. Right. So many emotions. 
throughout harvest, like we, everything went pretty smoothly for us. We only had a breakdown on our combine there toward the end. Of course, like then also we had a breakdown on the very last day of harvest, which kind of stunk. But again, we had 80 acres left, so be it. Um, but it just, it just doesn't ever get any different. Like you always just by the end are so ready to be done. You are. And by the beginning, you're just jacked up and ready to go. It's just like that with everything, isn't it? With yeah. each season. And 41 days, like that doesn't sound like very long, but when you really look at it, it's like 12% of the year or it's, it's a little over one month. So one twelfth. I know I was actually, I, so I went back and looked at my first day of harvest post and I was actually disappointed. It was only 44. Cause I was pretty sure it was going to be like 527. <laughs> I was joking with Jordan. I'm like, how long have we been in harvest? Like 10 weeks? No, like six. <laughs> really not that bad. And you went to Columbia. I did. That survived. was awesome. I made it back on us soil safely without any issues but I will tell you that that is a very interesting country. Um, so if you don't know, Colombia is in the very northwest region of South America. We flew in on a Tuesday evening and got there late. They're actually in central time zone. So I flew to Eastern time zone and then back into central time zone, which was worked out really well when I wanted to call home because I wasn't somewhere, you know, 12 hours ahead or behind. And we got to really dig deep into pork production and trade the trade market in Colombia, which they're in one of the top five trade markets for U.S. pork. They have uh, their own pork industry also, and there's a little bit of um, maybe like negativity between two because we do have good trade agreement with Colombia, and so U.S. pork comes in, you know, at a very high rate, and so their own producers have some mixed feelings about that, but their industry is also still growing down there. So we learned a lot about Colombian history. We got to visit their Congress, which to me, I'm a history buff. That's like a huge honor for me to have got to visit places that not everybody gets to see on a normal tour. That was really cool. We ate some fabulous food. What else did we do? We visited- The wet market. The wet market, yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to go like day by day. We went to the wet market, which is something that I don't think you would ever believe unless you saw it with your own two eyes. It is like a, a aisles, square aisles kind of, and it's got fresh flowers and fresh produce and fresh everything, fresh meat, fresh eggs. There were thousands of eggs just stand, like on in this you know open air area. And I'm thinking, do you rotate those? I mean, all these things were going through my head, like what we do in America, we have expiration dates. Everything is very regulated by the government and by, you know, uh, regulatory parties that put dates on things and we throw it away. Yeah. We keep it safe. That's right. And And so, and you're saying like fresh meat, please reiterate that it is warm, fresh meat. Oh yeah. Like I haven't (laughs) even got to the meat yet. Fresh meat is like the, um, oh my gosh. So we also visited a kill plant, which is a really bad term for that. I w- did not mean to say kill plant again because I said that on a video on Instagram and I'm like, oh, what a horrible way to put it. But that's really what it is. It is a butcher. It's where they butcher the hogs to go into meat. That's what it is. Okay. So they go there. They. I mean, that's essentially what happens to them. It is. It is. But it's not like murder, but it's, it's, it's kill. Humane. They kill them. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So we visited that. 
And 80% of the pigs that they put through that facility go to the wet market. So they never get chilled ever. So we are so accustomed to cold meat. The 80% of the, you know, couple thousand of pigs they put through there a day go to the, to the wet market, to these like warm meat places. <laughs> and you would walk up, let's just say Whitney, you were going to uh, go get food for your family. That's an every day or every other day occurrence. And you go to the wet market and you pick up what produce you need. You pick up what protein you need. And so you would walk up, there's 10 different options. They're all cutting the same meat. You pick your favorite one. You say, I need a rack of ribs and, you know, two feet because they sold a lot of pig feet there. <laughs> mm. And they would just take their little knives and and cleavers and they would just cut it right up for you right there in front of you, not out of a cooler, nothing. Uh, I can't handle that. I don't, I didn't need, well, especially when I was pregnant, but I couldn't even go to our butcher and pick up our meat because I can't handle that smell and it's all cold. So I cannot imagine the warmness. It was just so different. And so then we were talking to the USMEF, the Meat Exports Federation guys, and that, that organization and the checkoff and the, you know, um, national park producers and the, um, pork board, all of those organizations work together to, to get the United States meat into these different countries to open up markets for the producers, which is fantastic. I have to put a plug in for them because they do great work. They were telling us that a majority of people eat this way. So we're not accustomed to that here in the United States, or I would assume like, you know, you're, um, European countries, some of them probably eat what out of like refrigeration. And if you grew up that way, it would be no big deal if you were used to it, but we're totally not used to anything like that. Like if I ate it, I would be sitting on the toilet and throwing up mm, because my stomach's just not I ate it. it. <laughs> right. It needed to be cooked well done and I'd still end up having to go to the bathroom. Ugh. So we did all that. We went to the, the factory and then we went to um, a farewell dinner. I was there all of 50 hours. I spent crazy amounts of time in traffic. But all in all, it was a very eye-opening, educating experience. Um, one last thing that we got to see that was probably one of my favorite things. We went to this supermarket. It was like Hy-Vee, Target, Best Buy, Lowe's, all on steroids. It was this big store. It was awesome. And we actually found a rack of ribs. And we looked at the back and it said, um, a it was a Tyson plant and it had a number and we looked it up and it was actually exported directly from Columbus Junction, Iowa. That's cool. Yeah. So we actually got to see meat, you know, exports is this big, like cloud idea. We don't actually usually see where our product goes and I actually got to see and touch and hold a piece of meat that came from Iowa. I thought that was awesome. While you were millions of miles away from home. Yes. That's Maybe cool. just a few thousand, but yeah, I don't really know yeah. geography that well. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of minutes away from home. So that was a lot. That's, that's what, that's what happened with me in the last two weeks, minus finishing harvest. And we went to state softball for my niece and my kids have been sick, which is why we're recording late partially. And yeah, it's just real life. time changed. Kylie wanted me to get up at like five 30 my time yesterday. And I was like, can't do it sorry. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we're just like, we hope you all understand that we're busy moms trying to just survive life. So yeah, we, we really make it a point not to ever have a late episode. And so this is just an exception. End of harvest, I think really is the key there. It's just getting, getting by and 
Um, we don't intend on doing it again, but should that happen, we know that you guys will still listen. Yeah. Busy time is over for me now, at least. So the last two weeks have brought in lots of things. We had a special release with Caitlin and who is the Rural Woman podcast. She's the host of that great podcast. We hope that you enjoyed that episode. Whitney, what do you think of that? I thought it was really fun to collaborate with her. And, you know, I was re-listening to both of them and I always screen record whenever I find quotes or stuff that I like that we say. And I found myself recording a ton and I'm like, I can't do this. Like they need to go listen to it, not just listen to me do this. But I thought it was really fun. It was good. And I think that everyone should go listen to both parts because hers was equally as good as I think ours was. Yeah. So if you're just coming in, she interviewed us and we interviewed her and then we split the whole entire recording and on each of our episodes to kind of offer similar questions, but different points of view because she's from Canada. And so definitely go listen if you haven't yet. Also, lots of travel. We talked about that. Harvest is finally done. Whitney, you haven't even got it to sink in yet. So that's okay. I'm having a celebratory beer and enjoying life. <laughs> yeah. Sickness, that season is coming around. Have your kids been sick yet? We haven't. Thank goodness. But wood. it has been going around our town bad. So I'm sure it'll hit eventually, but knock on wood, we're good mm-hmm. now. We've also had a little bit of adversity, and I think that's why we decided to title this podcast the one where we revisit the past, because we're not ones to live in the past by any means, but we kind of wanted to offer some highlights of the episodes. If you haven't listened, some of our favorite takeaways from each episode, and then also maybe debunk some of the misunderstandings of each episode. Right. Yeah, we've just had a little bit of feedback that hasn't been, I guess, what we ideally would always hope for, which we knew would happen being as open as we are in our lives and with the podcast and Instagram and everything. So we've had to go through a period of us growing as humans to overcome some of the stuff. And we just wanted to revisit stuff and maybe offer the most positive things that we did come out of each episode. I agree. It's been a good run. The positive, the positivity has been a good run, but we, like you said, we've, we knew it would come someday. And so let's just visit it and know that we'll probably get good and bad in the future. And that's okay. Forever. Yeah. I mean, it's a forever thing because, because diversity is, it's not looked upon as equality, but it should be, but we're good. Yeah. So we talk about, I was listening back to try to like refuel some of the topics for this podcast. I was listening to some of our old episodes and I still think our first one is the crappiest. Anyways, (laughs) the last few episodes, we've really talked about our purpose and our mission. So we don't have to touch on it too much, but just remember that if you're listening and you continue to listen, that you are a part of the Midwest Farm Wives community. And We are a community of positive people that talk about real things. We share the reality of our lives, and that includes motherhood, farming, mental struggles, uh, triumphs. Yeah. Yeah. Good things. Lots of good things. Definitely not perfection. No. No counselors. (laughs) Yeah. Right. 
but it, something to make you a, and I, I know I mentioned this in the last one just a feel-good place somewhere that you can go to not feel so isolated because your life is just as hectic as ours or that you're having the crappy feelings that we also have sometimes and just to feel better feel good but, but not fake right I think that's the key like this this is the true us right yeah I mean the, we just talked a little before this recording and we talked the exact same way yeah we might but, actually say a few more naughty words but that's really frowned upon right and we might have <laughs> each yelled loudly at our kids so whatever <laughs> whatever we have to hide a little bit of that stuff yeah nobody's going to air all their dirty laundry. If they do, then, I mean, you're just not like re in reality, you're not going to get on Instagram after you've had a really serious fight with your husband or mm -hmm. you've yelled hard at your kids and say, Oh, I just yelled hard at my kids. Like, There's yeah, you might that are, need to be kept private. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever you guys get it. We're not airing everything, but you get to see like at least 80% of our lives, a snippet of what's real. So let's chat about, I always say that let's chat. I, I told myself at the okay. beginning, I wasn't going to say the word chat because I actually don't say that in real life, <laughs> but on here, I say it every single episode. So great. <laughs> Winning. Um, me us was the worst one. <laughs> we, I, I'm just going to make fun of myself because so we didn't know how to edit yet. So we tried to record together. It didn't work. So then I had to cut off my part and record without Kylie. So I just read a piece of paper and I, we, we didn't have mics or anything yet. So I'm just like holding my phone. And I remember breathing so hard because I was shaking and I was so <laughs> nervous. But yeah, you after can, he listened, he's like, that no. sounded so bad. <laughs> well, you can tell that you're like nervous just because some of the way you finish your sentences, it was like constant reading. Yeah, but then and mine I was talking like to I'm myself. A, I know, but mine sounds like I'm in a black hole. Like, hey, hey, I'm Carly Uckerson. <laughs> Actually, yours sounds like you have a five gallon bucket on your head. It does. It's so bad. I, uh, but hey, I mean, the positive is we figured out our sound quality, which was a right. Plus. And, and we can see each other from episode two on. So even though we do interrupt each other, it's not near as bad as it would have been had we not been able to see each other. <laughs> no. Episode one, you just got to listen to the words and hear where we're coming from in our lives and then go to episode two <laughs> quickly. Move on past. Yeah. Move on past. Mine, the only thing I want to say is that I remember being so nervous and drinking the biggest glass of wine before we published the first one because it took a lot of courage for us to even just like do it, right? And and we had um, never talked to each other before. No, I know. And so when you said, you said, listen back and I'm listening to it like this is really not great on my part. And then you're like, oh, I published it. <laughs> I just had to do it. Right. Okay. So that's enough. If you haven't listened to it, if you haven't went through the pain, you definitely should to learn about us. Otherwise, if you've listened to it once, it's not one you need to re-listen to. No, it isn't. Episode two, the one where we talk about being seasonal single mothers. This is the podcast, the single phrase that has sparked quite a discussion among listeners. Yes. Or discrepancy more or less. Yes. Distaste. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that maybe we thought about it before we said it, but 
we absolutely do not mean any anything bad to single moms because my god you people are amazing absolutely and if you do happen to take the time to listen to that episode if you you know haven't listened to it yet we do give a shout out to single moms because we are nothing like them and no. we we said that title more candidly not to poke fun at the title by any means because being a single mom is a serious business and we absolutely salute you but i think we um, said it because that is how we feel when we're doing yeah. things, when we're doing things alone. And it's just, for us, it's a season. And I think that if you have a husband that is super busy and you're doing a lot of the bedtime, the bus routine, the school routine, pretty much a lot of the stuff alone, I think that you will understand where we were coming from with that because we absolutely did not mean any, any um, hurt feelings or anything bad towards moms. Yeah, definitely. Uh, We recorded that one in June about like coming fresh off planting season. And now that we're coming fresh off harvest, it definitely does feel like you parent on your own for sure. You know, you're, you're the one doing everything and making all the decisions as if you're the only parent knowing that we're not, um, that's just a season and the other one will be back. Yes. Yes. And it is hard. It is hard to like get through harvest, especially if your kids get up in the middle of the night or if you have sickness or just your day-to-day activities. We haven't even entered the season of like after school projects or games or we haven't even entered that. Mm -mm. The busy, busy, the moms that are the junior high and high school moms also a shout out to you. So all moms, we salute you single, married, five kids, one kid, pregnant, dog moms. (laughs) everyone (laughs) you're all cool in our book so yes and we absolutely did not mean anything bad by it nope never um our third episode the one where we get back up again and again i can't remember what was happening around that time but i remember that we we wanted to get across that farmers are farmers and farm wives are resilient and that we should control what we can. Yeah. Leave the rest. Weather and disaster and how much we rely on the unknown, I think was what the episode was mostly about. Yeah. And I actually think the prices in the markets just tanked as well. And we talked about how we can't control the government or our market prices or anything like that or trade. I agree. And I know you guys talked about hail and we talked about, I talked about the fire mm-hmm. and that was, that was a good episode. I, I listened to that one back again a couple of weeks ago because we're nerdy and we listen to our own podcast over and over again. Cause mm-hmm. that's like I said, we're nerdy. But um, we also said, um, what you can control is your attitude. That was a big yes. part of it. And that just is still totally true today. It is very true. The next episode, one. yeah, episode four, the one where we support each other, which that one was deep. This one's my favorite. I think it's the best. I honestly think so far to date, it's one of the best podcasts we've put out. I think so too. And we we were mainly talking about ag supporting ag, but then dove into women supporting women too because that can also be a very deep subject as well. Yeah, 
And we're in the community of women. Like we were just visiting before the podcast about how our Instagrams are mainly women. Which is, which is great because that's, I mean, me personally, that's what I want. I do have a select few of men, like, like a wives, husbands that I know that I'm totally okay with, but I'm a little bit of a scared person when it comes to social media of having too many dudes follow me because it just makes me nervous. Yeah. I think the podcast and our Instagrams both definitely appeal more to women. Not that men don't, couldn't actually add value to their lives from either. Um, but I definitely think we're more women oriented and ag supporting ag. It's just one of those things. I think the message we were trying to get across was if you don't have anything to nice to say, don't say anything at all, because we get this idea when you're behind a screen, it's easier to be hateful, negative, something that you really probably wouldn't say in person. Right. And I think that even piggybacking off of the negative comments that we've gotten in the last couple of weeks, which is fine. Again, everyone has a right to their opinion. We forget that the people on the other side of the screen are also people. So like Whitney and I are also people. We also have feelings while we don't have very soft feelings and they're not easily hurt. We are still people. Right. And I think the, the main thing that, that I want people to remember is we're trying to do good. We're trying to do good by sharing our story, by ag advocating, by wanting other moms and other wives and other women to feel less isolated. And the big one I remember we talked about with ag supporting ag was no matter what type of farming you do, it's your, your baby, your blood, sweat, and tears, and that you should never attack someone else for doing something differently because what they're doing is what they believe in. It's their baby. It's their pride. And we had discussed like organic versus conventional, which we mm-hmm. talked about that with Caitlin Dubin. And she had a great quote that she said something to on the lines of organic versus conventional. She said, I can tell you one thing that all farmers are doing, doing their best and trying their hardest to bring you safe food. So in the end, yep. it's what you want as a consumer. Different doesn't mean bad or wrong. No. Diversity in agriculture is amazing. There's so many different ways to farm. I think that episode just added the most true value. Like it was deep. It had really good feedback from everyone else that listened to it. And I also felt like it was my most passionate episode. I think that I felt strongly about something that we've talked about so far. Yeah, I I really agree that if you haven't listened to that one, you probably should. Episode E, because that's how it's labeled in our notes. Which one is it? (laughs) That would be five. One, two, three, yeah. four. Yep. Episode five. This one was much more lighthearted. And it was the Whitney show. Yeah, we thought we had to bring it down a notch after the egg supporting egg, but it was the one where we clean and organize. I'm a also total got a lot freak. of good like got a look good a live got a lot of good feedback also. Yes, we did. And and we decided that less chaos or less clutter is less chaos and a happier life. Yep, still is. I'm cleaning like a mad woman today because I was so overwhelmed after getting back from traveling this weekend. And I was just like, get your life together, get the clothes off the floor, get the counters cleaned off and then reevaluate what you need to do because that the whole house being a disaster, I couldn't focus on 
um, writing a blog post or my bills at work, or I, I just couldn't focus on it. So you were thinking about what you had on your floor at home. Oh my gosh. And it, our house was cause I've been cleaning all day, a disaster. So I'm so thankful I had some time to get that done. Yeah. And we also did the 10 bag challenge on there. So if you haven't done oh, yeah. that yet, I usually try to do that at the end of fall, like before Christmas, I try to like purge the kids toys that they don't play with. So I might offer another challenge. Yeah. Maybe like a five bagger. Yeah. Just a simple a toy challenge. Gosh, yeah. we need to purge some toys. Yeah, we do too. Okay. Episode six, the one where we prepare for extra grace. This was pre-harvest. This was fairly yeah. recent. It was. And I actually had to listen to this during harvest to calm myself. <laughs> <laughs> to remind you how happy you once were. <laughs> yeah. To remind me to offer some grace. Yeah. Get your life on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? That's all I put in the notes, but it was just how the, you know, the stages of harvest, right? Like get, don't try oh, to be a perfectionist. Yes. What you could do with your kids leading up to harvest or in harvest. I think we offered some ideas on ways to keep them busy. Be a yes mom. We said that. Eat junk food. <laughs> yep. We definitely said that Dairy Queen, chicken nuggets, hot dogs, which we've lived on all of that. I would have loved if we had some Dairy Queen up in this place, but we don't have one near here. So we lived on chicken nuggets, hot dogs, mm -hmm. hot pork. Everybody's still alive too. A lot of chips. And we're I still kicking. I love salty food. Me too. Dots pretzels are the bomb. So good. And I love that they're made in Colorado and that's like proudly stamped. No, excuse me. Is it North Colorado? Dakota. South Dakota? North Dakota. It is yeah, North one Dakota. One of the Dakotas. Sorry. Dodd's pretzel people. It is not Colorado. <laughs> um, but the fact that it's like stamped on the front of the package, like probably made in obviously not Colorado, North Dakota, I think. Right. Yeah. It's South like or North Dakota. I don't remember. I told Bart just two, two days ago, I'm like, I need harvest to get over so that my dots addiction can settle down because I just yeah. get bored. And so I'd eat dots. They're so good. If you haven't um, eaten them, you should. And like our local, we can't find them anywhere around here besides Ace Hardware. That's a very random place. So strange. So strange. And you like, I was just checking out and there's a small bag. You can't get big bags. You can only get small bags of Dots pretzels and they're in Ace Hardware and they're in the checkout aisle. And that's as good as it gets for us, but we'll take hey, well, it. Well, my secret is get on Amazon because you can get six giant bags. I didn't even think about Amazon. Like, why am I so dense? Yeah, that's where they're three pound bags. It's a lot of dots. <laughs> that's, that's too many dots. Okay. Yeah, well, I've almost ate them all <laughs> in 44 you days. Have, you have a dots gut instead of a beer gut. <laughs> I do. Um, what's next? The one where we tossed questions. Oh, that was a fun change. Yeah, it was. We I just like each came up with five questions for one another and asked away. Mm -hmm. It was kind of fun to like, we, you know, we had the episode one where we talked about our background, but this one was more like, uh, more deep into our lives a little bit, like kind of some of the whys of behind the whys that we gave the first time around. Yeah. And it, it could teach you a little more about us if you didn't know. Yeah, definitely our backgrounds for sure. The one part that Jordan, so Jordan listens to every episode. I've said that before. He still does bless his heart. And he got to the very end where we started doing like 
not ag related questions. And the this or that, said, or the last part of it? No, like the last part about like our beauty routine. And he's like, you probably could have left this out. And I'm like, Jordan, these questions were ones that people gave us. Like, because we asked our listeners for questions. What was that? It was like, what's your beauty routine? And, um, oh, I can't even remember them all, but they were not ag related at and all. You didn't like them. He was like, I think you guys could have <laughs> left those off. And I'm like, okay, well they were listener questions and we honored, honored the their questions. asked what they wanted to hear and we answered them. And yeah. he's like, oh, I had no idea. I thought you guys were just making these questions. <laughs> <laughs> the this or that we did. That was fun though. Yeah, it was. Come to episode nine, right? Am I right? Or is it eight? Yeah, we had no agenda. No, it's eight. That's eight. And this was the one where Whitney and I text back and forth over and over again about what we were going to talk about. We were busy, knee deep in harvest, and we had no idea. We were not, we didn't have the time to put a lot of effort into any one topic. So we just said, we consulted with our podcasting group because we're in like a chat group with podcast people. And they said, just do what's on your mind. And so that's what we did. Yeah. And if you don't know this, I'm obsessed with friends. And so we always name each one, the one where just like they do on friends. And so we try to title it what we're talking about. And we just had no idea on that one. So yeah, the one so with no agenda. It's just what it, it is, what it is. Yep. It was good though. I enjoyed it. So the very last recorded, oh, no, because we still had the one with Caitlin, but the last main recorded episode was number nine, and that was the one where size doesn't matter, and this was my brainchild. And this one was another great one. I think ag supporting ag and this one are my two favorites. Yep. And I think the point of the episode, if you haven't listened yet, was to talk about big a big business versus a small business. It doesn't matter... It does matter the income that you're bringing in. It does matter what you're doing, but it doesn't mean that if you're a small business that you're any worse off than a big business or that if you're a big business that you do things worse than a small business. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we also talked about how don't compare. Yeah. Don't compare your farm to the farm down the road because the inputs and everything are so different. Yeah, that was was my big thing. I, I think Harvest was starting to really wind down at least corn harvest and I always think of the coffee shop talk of bushels per acre of bushels per acre and because that's all anyone ever cares about right and who knows who's telling the truth like it's the coffee shop like mm, probably not telling 100% the truth give us the truth Pinocchio's nose is growing like and you and all it does is it's the same with women comparing what you do to someone else. It's the same thing that it just makes you feel down. If you compare your life to someone else's, I guess if you're a seed dealer, you want to compare and be like, Oh, well my, um, you know, pioneer or Bex or new tech or whatever your seed company would be. Well, you know, my farmer Joe produced 250 bushels of corn per acre well okay well did he have any wind and i mean there's so many inputs so many variables yeah there is that was a good one yeah i like that one too and the one where the size doesn't matter that's a good title i thought about Mm -hmm. and we said get your minds out of your gutter (laughs) and then of course we had the very last episode that was kind of a special release on 
Thursday of last week. Yeah, maybe? it was a bonus episode. And it was bonus with Caitlin Dubin, uh, the Wild Rose Farmer, or the host of the Rural Woman podcast. She also has a sweet shirt that says, I am your farmer. If you've seen me wear that in my Instagram post, you can go to her website and grab that. Shameless plug. Yeah. And it's super cool with her because they are an organic farm and Kylie and I are not. And we just, we clicked and we got along super well, even though we're different. Yeah. That's another don't compare. I mean, she's a really great woman. And I think that her farm is probably a really great profit producing thing, even though it's different than ours. So the moral of the story, right? Because if you've listened to every episode, you may listen to this episode and say, why are we talking about this? And the reason that we revisited all the episodes was to talk about, oh, you know what we forgot, Whitney? One thing that got addressed that we um, had gotten a couple of comments about was on the episode number nine was how um, maybe we didn't portray our true like reality yeah. And, um, how we got just a little bit of like feedback, constructive criticism, negative feedback, whatever you want to call it on maybe us trying to brush off the reality of like our finances and our farming, you know, because I, because I made the comment, people perceive farmers to be rich and we aren't. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so that was one thing we were going to really chat about today. We, we were making a general consensus on basically the fact that we just have a lot of loans. Yeah. A lot of inputs. Yeah. And we do, we do like to have nice things. And so, um, I think when you're looking across the board at farmers, I think the misconception is that farmers have a lot of money because they do have nice things, but we also have a lot of debt and, and just the way that our finances work are just different. Right. 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 Um, I, so I agree. It's not meant, we weren't meant, we weren't saying like, oh, we're poor by any means or that farmers are poor. Um, it's just like our debt to asset to cash ratio is vastly different. It's mine's high. Right. Right. I, I mean, think like all, farm, all farmers our, are high. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I meant by saying that was that we have so many loans. I mean, your revolving line of credit, your equipment, everything. There's you just have to, I guess, I'm trying to think how to say this. Don't just look at something that someone has and just assume that, you know what I'm saying? Like, just assume that, oh my gosh, they have so much money. Well, no, Bart and I are very proud of everything we have and we've worked really hard to get it. And we like, sure. we like nice things. We like, I don't want to say pretty things, but we like when Bart buys a tractor, he wants the wheels to be painted before he gets it bought. Like we just like things to present nicely. And I think it's all, about person, that. it's all about personal preference, right? Yeah. Um, like you could be equally well off or not well off financially. And it's just personal preference. It's what you want to spend money on. I always think about people who, um, you know, can't maybe, how do I put this? Um, they have it's a, a really hard subject to talk about because you don't want to spill well, your finances, but someone, I'm just telling you that we're not rich. Well, like, how do you, it's the same thing as like somebody, we want to spend nice things on our, you know, extra things like our car or mm -hmm. what we do with our time or anything like that. It's the same thing of like, oh, well you have a nice, you know, 
car. It's just how you spend your time, how you spend your money is so different in each person's life. Like I can't think of a really good example without just totally crapping on someone. Um, right. So I'm not going to say it, but that's like, it's just how, it's just how you decide to spend your money Mm -hmm. and we could have where you want to have loans. Yeah. You'd like to have have less nice things, but we just choose not to. And we make that a priority in our, in our life. Not that, not that everyone doesn't want that or they, and you know, they can't have it or they may not be able to do that. That's just our life. And and I think the whole message of our podcast is that you do you. Yeah. Do what's right. Compare to us because our lives are so different. You don't know the background of anyone's financials or anything like that. Absolutely. And this isn't, this isn't negative toward those comments. No, we're just trying to revisit and clear up some of those, like maybe misunderstandings that came off wrong because I I did re-listen to that episode and I'm like, okay, well maybe I could see how that, that's not what we meant in anything. Like we weren't trying to compare to anyone else out there at all. We were just talking about also, I also just want to add that we're human. Like we're just sitting here chatting and sometimes we say things that maybe her and I understand because we're looking at each other and we're on the same level. And then some people might hear it and it's off the wall. So don't think that you can't message us because we're super open to being messaged and answering any questions or anything that you don't agree with. We can sure chat about it. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, we, we try to be as open to positive, negative, constructive criticism as we can be. So by all means, um, if you have any questions for sure, message us, we try to get back to every single person that sends us a direct message. Yeah. And I think that you and I have a a bigger stake in the game. I'm going to say, because we do share our life so much. And so maybe sometimes people don't see all of the real bad stuff because like we said, some of that stuff should stay private. So we are a hundred percent at stake to be criticized, which is fine. We've chose that. Yep. Lane. Yep. So the whole point of this was just to kind of go back and look at some highlights, kind of like a highlight reel where at the end of the movie and you go back, but this isn't the end of the movie. This is just, yeah. Sorry guys. We quit. Oh, Deuces. Yeah, we're done. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, also mid episode earlier, cause I think you guys will all find this really funny. Rhett came in and had to go to the bathroom. You might hear I him. I should have just point. not paused it. Yeah. You probably hear him at some point and say, I'm done. And, um, he had went to the restroom number two. And when I went to wipe his bottom because he's four and doesn't wipe his in, but yet I got poop all over my finger, my thumb. <laughs> and so I came back out and I was like, Whitney, you have to pause it because I poop on my hands and I have to wipe his bottom still. <laughs> Oh, and before we started, Layton took my naked palette of eyeshadow, which I am very stingy with makeup. I don't buy it often. She took it and painted her eyes black with the really dark charcoal color and mixed it in with all the light colors that I actually use. She's so sweet. Oh, what a doll. And I just, just washed my makeup brushes and now they're all black. Yeah. You can't, you go to put some on tomorrow and (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have like a black eye. (laughs) and I also should throw this in here I don't know how to do makeup well so yeah I would just have black and I wouldn't have it mixed well or yeah I just I'm not a good makeup person I'll help you out girl (laughs) so yeah we're real life and we're also drinking a beer this whole time so and it's three o'clock in the afternoon central time it's 2 20 here and this is my second one (laughs) it's worse it's worse on you because you're an hour behind me I know 
<laughs> five o'clock somewhere, baby. But harvest just got over, so I have to celebrate. Yeah, whatevs. You'll be fine. Okay, so the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, that mouthful of words, it is a place for positivity. We do our very best to lead by example. We try to be positive all the time. We understand that that is also not a reality. Um, really, really mean words do, uh, of course, have an impact on our lives. Um, and so again, we, we revisited all of this stuff. We tried to debunk some of the misconceptions or misunderstandings. This is not an attack to anyone who has ever let, you know, said a crossword about our podcast. No. We get it. We say bad things about people too. We just don't say them out loud. Right. Or we think it and we just try to keep it down deep. Yeah. So just understand always when you're uh, reviewing something, you know, talk more about, I think I heard this, um, from the ranch wives beef company, maybe talk more about the things that you love less about the things that you hate. I like that. And that's a good, that's a good way. Maybe that should have been our ending quote. Dang it. Or, you know, we, we discussed in one pod, uh, podcast too, how, how to approach someone without being offensive mm-hmm. to ask a question, but also offer a compliment. Yep. So yeah. And it's not, life isn't fake. Not everybody likes everything and that's just no. part of it. Yeah. You're always going to have haters no matter what. So I don't know if you guys follow the power of positivity. I think it's a book one. And then I know they have an Instagram account because I like see their daily posts. Mm -hmm. So they had three things that I think is really valuable. Number one, think of everything you love about life, not everything you lack in it, which kind of ties back to that quote from the Ranch Wives Beef Company. Um, you know, think about the things that you have, the good things in your life, not about things that you don't have or that you wish you had. Right. That's good. And then the second one was give yourself love. And I'm going to add to that grace. Yep. Love and grace. It's comparison is a hard thing to get past, but think about all the good things that you do for yourself. The, the, you know, your the, the good things that you bring to your family. Right. And I actually just, um, went on a little talk about this on Instagram yesterday that if, if you're comparing your life so hard that it's making you not feel joy in your heart anymore, it's probably a space you need to leave. And so for me, that was Facebook and I left and I feel fine about it. And so if you ever are comparing your lives to Kylie and our I, and it's, it's not bringing you joy to listen to this, please know that you have our permission to like not listen and it's totally okay. Yeah. Not that ever, you need it. Yeah. We but... don't ever want anyone to feel like they aren't getting something from this. Absolutely. And then last but not least that the third and most important thing was promote what you love instead of bashing what you hate. Maybe that's where I got it. I think it was the ranch that's wives. So I think they also put something on there, but it I really is the so. truth. If we talk more about positive things and less about negative things, it just changes your whole outlook on life. Yeah. And I feel like another, another plug of ours is that we really try to promote being positive, not unpacking in your bad spots and always be grateful. Yep. I came back from Columbia grateful for everything. I'm talking like traffic laws, interstate highways. Refrigeration. Things that you take for granted. Oh my gosh. Things that you don't even know. I mean, I literally came back and I was like, I love America. I know. Isn't that like, that's so mind blowing, isn't it? 
And I am thankful every day for the family that I grew up in and the life that I've built for myself and my husband. I mean, it's just, there's so many things that you could be happy about. So think about it today. When you get done listening to this podcast, think about, you know, three things in your life. That's not conventionally grateful for that. You're not like, usually like, okay, I love my family. Well, that's easy. Think about something that's harder. Like, yeah. Or also another little challenge. That's Kylie's challenge. This is mine. Mine is think of the things that you do each day. And I want you to tag us in this because I think this is fun to spread around. Think of things as you get to do them, not that you have to. Mm -hmm. So as you all know, I went for like three weeks without my washing machine and I've been so happy to do laundry. So this morning I'm like, yes, I get to do a load of laundry. And so, yeah, if you just look at life more of I get to instead of I have to, like it's a bad thing, you'll be a little more grateful. I will never feel that way about laundry. Um, if you go without your washer, you will. I know. My dishwasher <laughs> is about to crap out. It's got oh, And so I I've been not hand a hand washing dishes. gal. I know. And um, I'm just like, please, no dishwasher. Like, make it for a couple more months. <laughs> you can do it. Right. Like, I'm cheering you on, dishwasher. Stick <laughs> with it. Bart has okay. a really nasty thing that he says sometimes. I mean, he hasn't said it for a million years, but I was like, I need a dishwasher. And he's like, I already have one. Her name's Whitney. <laughs> yeah. Right. Jordan says stuff like that too all the time. And I'm like, roll my eyes and move on. It's not even worth like, it, it's not even if I get upset giggle. about it. Right. If I get upset about it or like even make an emotion then it just feeds Jordan. So I just act like I didn't even hear it. Like whatever, Jordan, <laughs> yeah. move on. Yeah. I also want to say the fourth thing about the positivity that I was texting Whitney, it says something about eat a more plant-based diet, which we're all about plant growers. So if you're a farmer and you grow food, that's not meat by all means, we support you, but I didn't put that on here. Ag supporting ag. We're fine. We're with you. I didn't put that on here because we are like total carnivores here in this. Yeah. Yeah. I do like meat, chilled meat, cold out of the freezer meat. Let's wrap it up. Okay. You got the quote. You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. That's great. You choose your attitude, right? Yep. Thank you all for understanding our late episode. Yes, we will have one for you again in two weeks. By all means, leave a review. Let us know what you think and stick around for more goodness. And feel free to reach out and ask us questions or comments or anything. We're open to it all. Later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farm wife guru and at the grateful farm wife be sure to follow or subscribe to the midwest farm wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app we'll see you next time and remember every day may not be good but there is some good in every day stay grateful friends <laughs>